Well, there's a lot packed into the reading today, and I want to focus on one particular thing that Jesus said, and that is, how do you build a skyscraper on sand? Think about that for a minute. Think of Dubai, where the tallest building in the world is. It's the Burj Khalifa about 2,722 feet tall, 160 stories. Can you even guess as to how many tons that is? And there's nothing in Dubai except acres and acres of soft sand. I never thought much about building on sand before. Uh, until my son, Andrew, his friend, Tim, went to receive his degree in civil engineering at the University of Hawaii. And Tim then went on to do some graduate work, and his graduate work was building on sand. He learned all about the properties and how to do do the job of building buildings on sand. He went to the Philippines and studied how to build on sand. And of course, we all know that it's possible. It's possible to build on sand. It's possible to build on clay, as they do in London. Most of the buildings there are in clay. It's possible to build on swamp in Chicago. Think of the Sears Tower. It really is the swamp they drained. And you can even build a a skyscraper on water. You just have to have something really strong underneath. Under the sand, there must be something strong. Under that clay, under that swampy land, there must be something strong, perhaps a bedrock. You have to drive the pilings, which hold any building together, very, very deep until you find that bedrock. Even the sand itself can actually form a little friction with those pilings, like the obelisks in Egypt, those towers they put in sand, sand that's just holding it upright. Of course, we can pour lots of concrete to create a foundation, but then concrete is what? Sand and mortar. Whatever you do when you're building a building, you have to have something underneath that soft structure that's strong and secure, something above that weaker material. Jesus loved to take common things and make them into parables. So he says that our spiritual life is like building on a rock, on a bedrock. And he said... Everyone who hears his words and acts on his words builds on solid rock. The weak material, the soft sand in this analogy by Jesus, is human frailty, our human condition. For example, in the Old Testament, we may read, Do not put your trust in princes or in mortals in whom there is no help. In the worship life of the people of Israel, these psalms were sung or chanted. 
Another song that they would use is, His delight is not in the strength of the horse, nor his pleasure in the speed of the runner, but the Lord takes pleasure in those who fear him and in those who hope in his steadfast love. That is the bedrock. That is the foundation. Hoping in God's steadfast love. God built that steadfast love, the rock bed, in the flesh of Christ. And those who build on Christ are building on the rock. Even when the wind and the water comes and the storms of life, and the very terrific storms of life, we will stand against all of it. Now, I'm going to carry the analogy a little further. In pouring the foundation, in piling the piles into the place, when a person hears the Word of God, that's what's happening. When you hear the Word of God, God is putting the pilings in place in your life. It sinks down from your head and goes down into your heart. And if this was a stewardship sermon, I'd say go a little further to your pocketbook. (laughs) Okay. It sinks down into you with the power of the Holy Spirit. Hearing the good news from the person who is good news, Jesus, creates faith within our life and faith in the promises of God. We must hear that word in order for faith to be created. The pilings must be piled down. Uh, I want to just share with you, uh, I live on Blue Mound Avenue. And uh, just, just a little south of Blue Mound Avenue, the Wisconsin Lutheran College. Okay. East or west of the Lutheran High School. We moved about eight years ago, and many summers, all I heard was the pounding of the steel piles for the freeway <laughs> when our windows were open. Three in the morning, boom, 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 all morning long. <laughs> what a mess that was for years. I didn't realize we were going to get into that when we moved to Wauwatosa. God's doing the same thing with his Holy Spirit. He's driving it into us. When we hear the good news, he's driving it into us so that we finally believe in the promise of God. God does many things for us, and we talk about these things all the time. In fact, as we, these things are going to come up in the communion liturgy. If you listen to the, the great thanksgiving you'll hear these same things. God liberates his people from sin and death. God in Jesus died on a cross and rose to life. God leads his people out of slavery into freedom. God makes a new creation 
and he inhabits it with people made new by the Holy Spirit. Every one of these things is something that God is doing. And when we hear that, faith is created, and we are empowered by the Holy Spirit to then act to do the words that we heard. A wonderful expression of this faith active in love came from Bishop Medardo, Medardo Gomez, who was a part of our sister synod in, the El, in El Salvador. Bishop Gomez, several years ago, was invited to come to the synod. Often our, our bishops or delegations go to El Salvador. Um, he opened the devotion for the synod assembly. And during that devotion, he shared his faith story uh, at the suffering that he witnessed in El Salvador. Uh, realized uh, the presence of God, a loving and caring God, even in the midst of all that suffering. At one time in his life, he wondered if God was blind and deaf and powerless because of this suffering. Uh, he saw the suffering of the poor, the hungry, and the oppressed. But then he was touched in his life by some Christians. And in this devotion, he said, You and I, we, are the instruments of God. You are the hands, the feet, and the voice of God. You show that God is not blind or deaf or powerless. Of course, in the context, he was speaking to the voting members of the assembly. He was also speaking to the actions of the Greater Milwaukee Synod, and he was speaking to the actions of individual churches like Christ the Servant, which I understand has sent a couple of people, at least in 2017, based on your website, to El Salvador. And he's affirming all of that work, saying, you show that God is not blind, deaf, or powerless. God's grace calls forth our faith. Our faith is empowered by the Holy Spirit so that we can be the hands and the voice and the feet of God. Bishop Gomez offered this one last final illustration about what he was trying to say. He talked about a, a statue. Um, it was really a carving of two right, two right hands, the arm and the hand too. Side by side, together, hand in hand. Now, I don't, sometimes I really act like I have two right hands, <laughs> so I can't do this, okay? But if you're near someone, put your right hand out and put your arm next, both right hands, and put your arm next to each other, hand against hand. Okay, there you go. Arm to arm, arm to arm, the other way, hand to hand. Put your hand against the back of her hand. I'm going to show you. <laughs> Come on up here. All right, here's what I want you to do. Stand like this. Put your right hand out. Now, you all 
imagine someone coming up behind you and putting their right arm and their hand against your hand. Okay? That's the carving of the two hands and the arms. And in that carving, there's a hole through both hands. That's a powerful illustration of being with somebody who's suffering. It's a powerful illustration of caring for someone who is broken. That you are willing to come in solidarity with them and experience their suffering and pain. That's the image that Bishop Gomez offered to the assembly. God builds an eternal foundation on the softest material of all, human flesh. Came first in the flesh and blood of Jesus. Well, actually, came first in the words of the prophets, in Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. All the judges, all the prophets, and then finally in Jesus Christ. And then in his church, in you and me. And creating an immovable foundation. The church. Driving deep into our hearts with the Holy Spirit. And he makes of us rocks, like Peter. As Jesus said, Cephas, I now will call you Petra, the rock, Peter. And on these rocks, Jesus builds his church. And nothing can prevail against it. Everyone, everyone who hears even the whisper of the Holy Spirit and begins to act, will find a foundation that can never be moved. Amen.